0: Welcome back to the Spiritual Crusade Podcast and thanks for joining us. My name is Todd Bruce. Be sure to visit us on spiritualcrusade.com and enjoy the content we deliver on a daily basis, like talks, quotes, memes, and come follow me lesson helps uh, to assist in teaching your families. Uh, My specialty is quotes, memes, and the occasional blog post. Uh, So come back and come back often. Today I'll be talking about the effect that that regular temple attendance has had on my life and my marriage. Uh, If you were able to pull some nuggets of truth from it and you feel you got closer to your Savior, then please like, subscribe, and follow us. Also, be sure to share us with your family and friends. What 12 Months of Temple Attendance Taught Me In January of 2018, I was struggling. I was fighting trials and temptations, trying to be better, but ultimately not succeeding. I had a pretty good idea of what needed to be done to be better. But in my stubbornness, I was unwilling to make the changes I needed to in order to become who I should be. I'm the kind of guy who will take five times longer to do a job than it would take two guys to do that same job. I was going to figure out how to overcome my trials, but on my schedule. My perspective changed when my dear wife told me she was struggling. This I could not abide. I was willing to do things the hard way, but for my wife, there was no way I would let her struggle as I had. The previous fall, she had been called as the Relief Society president in our small ward, and Satan was letting her know every way she was failing at everything she was doing. This wasn't the truth, of course, but Satan was doing his best to convince her it was. I promised her she was doing great, but she needed to come to that conclusion with the guiding hand of the Holy Ghost. Anyway, I immediately called my parents, lined them up to babysit the following day. Then I called my boss to let him know I wouldn't be into work. I informed my wife that we'd be going to the temple the next day. That was a year ago since then we've committed to going monthly we live a two-hour drive from the temple and with four small children and a a full-time job and three callings between us uh, once a month was an ambitious goal here are a few things we have learned in that time number one satan does not want you in the temple i wish i could say that we went to the temple that first day and it was glorious but it wasn't half the drive we thought about all that we could be doing if we had stayed home It was a stressful drive there and back, and as our mindset wasn't where it needed to be, we got little out of the visit. We got home and were just as stressed as when we left. The following month, we went again, and it was a little better. It wasn't until the third or fourth visit that we really started to appreciate the impact the temple was having in our lives. I know your your lives are busy. I know that you have much to do. But I make you a promise that if you will go to the house of the Lord, you will be blessed. Life will be better for you." That was from Gordon B. Hinckley. Satan will work on you to avoid going. He'll plant seeds, seeds of doubt about worthiness, about questions you have about the temple, about priorities. He'll have friends and co-workers and maybe even family question your efforts. Don't give place for uh, for those seeds to grow and carry on. Pray for strength. Satan won't make it easy for you, so why would you make it easy for him? Go to the temple. Number two, don't expect to know everything. The the temple can be confusing, but only if we go without trying to understand uh, what is going on. Ask questions. There is a lot that is sacred about the temple, which we have covenanted not to disclose. But there is a lot that we can talk about. Here is a short YouTube video released by the Church outlining what the temple endowment is.
1: Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints go to temples to participate in sacred ceremonies called ordinances. One of these ordinances is called the temple endowment. The word endowment means gift. In this context, blessings, such as greater knowledge of God's purposes, clearer direction to serve others, and the power to do all God wants us to do. The endowment ceremony enhances our understanding of Heavenly Father's love for all of his children During the ceremony, his plan for our happiness is presented, including the creation of the world, the fall of Adam and Eve, and the central role of Jesus Christ in our lives. The endowment is full of symbolism. Like all temple ceremonies, everyone is dressed in white temple clothing, which represents purity and equality before God. Simple rituals relating to the teachings of Jesus Christ are also part of the ceremony. During the endowment, participants move from room to room, symbolizing our progression in god's plan as part of the ceremony we are invited to make solemn promises with the lord called covenants these covenants include obeying god's commandments living the gospel of jesus christ being morally pure and dedicating our time and talents to the lord's service in return god promises wonderful blessings in this life and the opportunity to return to live with him after this life at the end of the ceremony participants enter the celestial room which is intended to reflect the beauty and peace of heaven and God's presence. It's a place to ponder, find hope, and seek divine direction. The temple endowment affirms that all people are children of a loving God and that he wants us to be happy now and forever.
0: Going to the temple has taught me that while Adam and Eve lived through some major hardships, Heavenly Father was in control and knew exactly what he was doing. It tells me that I don't have to know everything. I just need to have faith in Jesus Christ and do my part, and things will work out. I have learned that I need to go to the temple, and you can too. So go to the temple. Number three, stay on the covenant path. There is a lot going on in the world, in the gospel and in the temple. It is it is as simple and as complicated as we make it the world is a place where we can be tested and tried but it's a place full of distractions Uh, the real test for most won't be between good and evil it will be be between good and better staying on the covenant path will help us uh, help to keep us focused on what is important we make several covenants in the temple but those who have studied the scriptures will not be surprised by any of them The scriptures teach us all we need to stay on the covenant path, such as obedience to the commandments, sacrifice, the gospel of Jesus Christ, chastity, and consecration. The temple reinforces the scriptures, and the scriptures reinforce the temple. These are things that help us grow closer to our Heavenly Father and avoid being distracted. If you need a reminder of the importance of these covenants, go to the temple. Number four, give ourselves a time out my friend described going to the temple like hitting the pause button on life i liked that analogy i often said uh, going recalibrates our soul and grounds us but i'm an electrician so that makes sense to me but the best description i heard was it's like having a time out the assaults of the adversary are increasing in intensity and in variety i plead with you to take a prayerful look at how you spend your time if you have access to a temple Make a regular appointment to spend time with the Savior in the house of the Lord. That's from Russell M. Nelson. It's during these timeouts that we will gain an eternal perspective. It reminds us of who we are and where we are going. We are reminded that Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and Satan are real. We are reminded of the efforts put forth for us to even be here. We learn that Satan can be friendly, charming, and very convincing but that it is his ultimate goal to take us off the covenant path. If you feel like that is happening, take a time out, hit the pause button and go to the temple and recalibrate your soul. Chapter 5, number 5. Temple work is missionary work. I learned something. I knew it, but I didn't. Uh, The work we are doing in the temple is for those who are dead. We believe in in eternity. We believe we lived before this earth and that we will live after death. We also believe we, we need some soul-saving ordinances like baptism and the temple endowment in order to progress in life. The problem with that is the church was restored in 1830. What happens if you died in 1829? Are you out of luck? The Lord has provided a method for all to have the chance to accept the gospel. The only problem is those who have passed on cannot be baptized. This is why genealogy is so important to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We do these ordinances in the temple in case these people do accept the gospel on the other side. They still have their agency, and the veil is placed upon them. They will still have their earthly knowledge and experiences. They hold on to their belief systems, and their decisions uh, will be much harder than those same decisions would be in real life. So it's not like they're making their decisions after the fact. Here's another YouTube video that, that better explains the process.
1: Jesus showed his commitment to obey all of God's commandments when he was baptized. He further taught that baptism was required to enter the kingdom of heaven. But what about people who die without being baptized or even knowing about Jesus? How can they be saved? Thankfully, God is loving and has provided a way for everyone to receive all... Blessings, even after death in the temple baptisms and other essential ordinances are performed in behalf of those who have died without the opportunity the Apostle Paul spoke of baptism for the dead in the Bible and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints continue that same practice in temples today here's how it works we study our family history to discover names of people who have died without being baptized We are then baptized in behalf of those ancestors in the temple. This service for others is offered in love. And because we believe that life continues after death, we also believe that those who have died are aware of the ordinances and can choose whether to accept them. Baptisms for the dead are an opportunity to remember and serve others. It helps us understand and know the Savior better, as we do for others what they cannot do for themselves.
0: Anyway, one day while waiting for, the, for a session to start, I was contemplating the mysteries of the universe and said a prayer. I found myself praying for the individual for whom I was doing the work that day. I prayed for the missionaries who were teaching him and that he would accept the gospel. A light bulb went off in my head that this man is every bit as much loved and cared for as I am. God care, cares about him and wants him to progress and grow too. We can pray for those on the other side, and I'm certain there are many who have accepted the gospel but are waiting for their work to be done. I bet they are begging us to find them and are eagerly awaiting the day their work can be done. Ever since that day, I try to think about who exactly I am doing the work for each time I go. To make it even more meaningful, contact your local family history consultant, and they can teach you about how to find a relative who hasn't received the blessings of the temple. You can be be the one who helps them. Do your family history and go to the temple. Number six, expect to receive personal revelation. The temple is a sacred place. There are no cell phones anywhere. Most everyone is whispering. It's a very quiet place. When you are clean in your Sunday best and have sacrificed time and energy to get to the temple and sit in this absolutely quiet place, you are likely to have an original thought. Oftentimes, these original thoughts will even result in an epiphany. From my experience, these epiphanies are the Holy Ghost trying to teach me something. Take note of these moments. The temple is a place of learning, and the, the best learning we can ever experience is through the Holy Ghost, and if you prepare yourself, you will learn. The Lord will teach you. Prayer, sacrifice, service, and love for one another, these are things you practice as you go. These things invite the Spirit in any circumstance, but to practice them well in such a peaceful setting is a recipe for growth and learning. Prepare yourself to learn and go to the temple. Number seven, I love my wife. My wife is a rock. She's the mother of my children and makes every one of us better. I take her for granted far too often. I always joked that I married out of my league and my wife proves it far too often. Going to the temple has reminded me of the covenants we have made with each other and our love has grown because of it. She recently shared an analogy that I've long since forgotten. Think uh, think of our marriage as a triangle with each of us at the bottom at uh, two points and the Savior at the top. The closer each of us come to our Savior, the closer we we also get to each other. I'm grateful for a spouse who loves me, our children, and my family. I'm grateful she loves the Lord and magnifies her calling. I'm grateful for the, the care and attention she puts into many of the details of our lives. I'm grateful she puts up with me, and most of all, I'm grateful that she's my best friend and we grow together instead of individually. If you want to love your spouse more, go to the temple. Conclusion: If you are struggling with anything, talk to your bishop and go to the temple. Even if you cannot go inside, spend time near the temple or in the foyer. Go help the youth with baptisms and confirmations. Prepare to go. Be clean. Listen to inspirational music. Pray before, during and after. If you feel if you want to feel inspired or loved or valued, if Or if you want to get back on track with life, go to the temple and go often. Quote, spending your time in the temple will change your life. Unquote. That is a promise from the prophet of the Lord, Russell M. Nelson. Thank you for listening. Uh, This was uh, what 12 months of temple attendance taught me. There was this and so much more that it taught me. Um, This is what I was able to actually put down on paper or type out. Uh, that made sense, that I could convey. Uh, but my wife and I found that we cannot afford not to go. It's kind of like tithing. We can't afford not to pay it. Um, we went once a month. Sometimes we would go at the beginning of one month, and sometimes we'd go at the end of the next month. And those six, seven, eight weeks that we didn't go, or we in between those those two times we went, it felt like forever, and we felt like we really needed to get back. And it's become a, hu- a huge priority in our lives. And I know it's. I'm in a lucky situation. I can book off uh, random Tuesdays uh, from work. And we have uh, available babysitters that can watch our kids or take our kids after school so that we can afford the two-hour drive to the temple and the two-hour drive home. And it's a little bit easier now that the endowment session is, is a little bit shorter, but... Um, we, we value the time, we value the drive there, we value the drive home, we value the time in the temple, and we value the growth and learning that we have experienced from it. Um, if you're struggling in any way, shape, or form, I highly recommend you go to the temple and, and you go often. Uh, likewise, if you're struggling, uh, pray and and dig into the scriptures. Um, there is more growth and knowledge through prayer and through the scriptures than uh, than any other... Uh, volume of book or any amount of information that can be read on the internet. Um, If you do want to dig into the internet for some answers, I highly recommend Spiritual Crusade or any number of um, Latter-day Saint-based blogging sites uh, because our main goal is to help everyone come unto Christ and to uh, find that relationship in their life uh, because we'll all benefit from it uh, go to LDS.org, look up conference talks. There's conference talks that I've um, absolutely got, felt the Spirit and got worked up um, and got choked up listening to uh, from the 70s, and that was before I was born. Um, but they've, they've brought such value into my life, and I've been so grateful for them. Um, find ways to invite the Spirit into your life, and I know that going to the temple is one of the most effective ways we can do it. Uh, and go with purpose and go uh, with a goal in mind that you'd like to invite the Spirit into your life and and, and Heavenly Father will bless you. Uh, I know that to be true. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to read more, uh, go to spiritualcrusade.com, and you can look up what 12 months of temple attendance taught me uh, and check out my other blog posts. And there's other writers that are absolutely outstanding uh, who are much more polished than I am. Uh and and who have uh very valuable points that I continue to learn and grow from. Uh, thank you for listening, and I uh, hope you guys have a good week. Bye.